0: As... God... Intended. Let's go. Looking for healing talk radio where naturals are healing modalities of choice with a 24 7, 365 talk radio signal heard worldwide. America Out Loud talk radio is now heard in your car, home, office, smartphone, tablets any device, and the entire platform has been built from the ground up with great thought and enthusiasm and a vision that stretches far, far into the future. Welcome. I'm your host, Dr. Jana Schmidt, wife, mom, naturopath, herbalist, author, beekeeper, a lot of other stuff too. I have a wonderful show for you today, but first, I want to encourage you like I always do that no matter what your situation, a strong mind and strong body are powerful resources I'm here to help equip and encourage you with those health tools that create and maintain strong minds and strong bodies to keep you grounded and flourishing in this hectic, ever-changing, crazy world. So each week, I share something new with you, something um, that you can utilize to build a healthy lifestyle, but something that also encourages you. And any of the tips, we're going to try and make them as practical and easy to implement. So let's get right to it. Time to empower you today's helpful Helpful information and encouraging stories, because we know, after all, knowledge is power. So I am continuing the Mama Bear series. I feel like I could just continue to do the Mama Bear series forever. There are so many amazing mothers out there. Um, Today is my dear friend. I'm so excited. She is truly a super mom, Christy Rainier. And I'm going to give you a little bit of background before we start our conversation so you can see why I call her super mom. And then after the information, After the interview, you'll totally agree with me. So so Christy and her husband, Jimmy, live in Northwest Arkansas and will be celebrating 20 years of marriage in June. Yay! Um, They have seven children, ages 18 down to five, with the uh, four youngest that have been adopted from foster care. And that's something we're definitely going to talk about today. Christy has homeschooled her children for over 14 years, with three still at home and three currently attending a private Christian school at their church and one going into law school in August. I can hardly believe that's so exciting. So, follow, um, following several health challenges uh, personally and in her children, she became very passionate about finding root causes and making healthy lifestyle choices. Y'all, this is very, very important, especially as mothers. We need to know what the root cause is and how to help not only you make the healthy choices, but to teach your children how to do it for themselves. Uh, she says that so um that she has so far to go, but she's incredibly grateful to the Lord for where he has brought her and literally could not do it without him. Amen. Welcome, Christy. Thank you so much for having me. I feel incredibly honored to be here. Oh, well, you're definitely like you're when I think of super mom, you're definitely like I picture you. Um I'd love for you to share some of your background story, how um, you know, how your family um Became foster a family, and and I knew you about the time that you know when I met you had three little fellas. Oh my gosh, you guys, her kids are so amazing. Um, and then you went through the whole process, and it was really amazing labor of love that God just guided you. Can you share some of that with us?
1: Yeah, sure, I'd
0: love to. Um, for me,
1: it really kind of goes back to when I initially met the Lord. Um, I had kind of a crazy, hectic childhood. Uh, My mom was amazing and she, um, she was there and she was steady, but there was just, life was crazy. And um, when I came to know the Lord, I knew immediately that I wanted to adopt. And I can't tell you other than that God just dropped that in my heart. I had no background of that, no experience with it, but um, my husband had a similar experience and by himself with the Lord. And when we came together, we just knew one day we're going to adopt. And so, we had our initial three children and I had some pretty serious complications in my pregnancy. And so uh, we decided that, well, maybe now's the time to adopt. And so we said, let's go look at private adoption. And when we did, it was so astronomically expensive that we thought, well, that's going to take a while to save up. And my husband, husband had worked in a children's facility, um, prior to us getting married. And so we had a little bit of information about the foster care system. And we thought, well, let's just foster for a little while while we're saving up to do a private adoption. And in that journey, um, all of the children, not all of the children, but four of the children that we fostered ended up coming up for adoption. And
0: so we went ahead. And, and that adopted. in itself is yeah. remarkable. That it itself is, is remarkable. Yeah. That doesn't happen at that rate right. um, from what I understand. Right. And your whole, right. your whole process of becoming foster parents too. That was quite, quite a, an ordeal, quite a journey too.
1: Yes. I didn't quite understand <laughs> uh, quite the task that it was because they, what it comes down to and what feels really kind of ick about it is that these children belong to the state. Mm-hmm. And so when you are a foster parent, you are taking care of the state's property. And they take that extremely seriously, which is, is good in some cases, and then um very challenging in other cases. So uh that was just a new realm for me when we went and we were doing the training. Um, and you go through the classes and they prepare you and they say, you know, your child could have experienced the child that you're going to take care of could have experienced X, Y, and Z. And you're just floored because you're like, you live in a little bubble a little bit. And even though you know if things have happened from the past, it's kind of mind numbing to think that this is currently happening and that the child that's in your care has gone through this traumatic experience within the last 24 hours or 48 hours or whatever. And so it brings all of those things to a very real place, but it also makes the state very cautious about um, about the care that their children get, which is good and that they wanna protect them Sometimes it goes over cautious. But anyway, it just means that they're very involved in your life. They are wanting to know every detail of everything you can't leave the county without permission you can't do a lot of things without permission as far as health goes it, they have complete um domain over that and so this,
0: this actually was- burdened my heart when this came up for you this was really burden on my heart for for what was happening and we can talk very candidly we can we can say what okay. some of those obstacles are so um everybody on my show knows how i feel about um immunization so i'm not a fan um <laughs> Um, yeah, not a van. Um, especially yeah, I called shots. you
1: immediately and I was like, they have to get these vaccinations. What do I do?
0: <laughs> and yeah, so- You didn't have a choice. Like they belong yeah. to the state. The state says they yeah. have to have this. And so what do you do? And yeah, so there are things that you can do to help um, navigate those waters, um, things you can do for the child before, during and after. Um, yeah, there there's some foods, there's some homeopathic remedies, there's different things that help detox the body the best that you possibly can. So, And then of course, constantly covering them in prayer, because one of my favorite things to say is that there's no evil that man can do, knowing or unknowing that our God can overcome. So, you know, we've got the power It's right there. So sorry, go ahead.
1: No, no, you're absolutely right. And I think, you know, you're just not, I was on my own journey with health and, you know, I had my biological children. I, you know, loved on them and I taught them and I trained them and I supplied health needs for them in my own way. And so to have to shift that and learn that new paradigm within the foster system was just an interesting challenge. I was so grateful for your support and so grateful for um, other friend support. I was thinking through when you were saying that, that, we had the physical challenges of those, but then we also had the emotional trauma of, you know, these children have just been taken from their home. And they've just, um, um, I, my children were four months, six months, 18 months, and two days old when they were removed from a home. And so they're very, very young. And I kept getting this thing like, oh, well, at least they're babies. Well, at least they're babies. They don't know. <laughs> they're babies. They don't know. And I and I just, I didn't believe that at all. And when I, one of our children they would, when we initially got them, they would be going to sleep at night and they would just shake violently. And I just couldn't figure it out. And I talked to my friend Leanne and I I knew intuitively or the Holy Spirit that it wasn't like a physical problem, that this was like a traumatic emotional response to what was happening. Yeah. And my friend Leanne, she worked with consciously parenting and she helped me walk through, um, she taught me about walking him through his story, like what had happened to that point. And so that night I went to bed and he did the same thing. And I just started talking to him. And I said, that was really scary. You were taken from what you were known. You weren't given food when you were hungry. And I just started saying all mm-hmm. the things that I knew were true about his story. And I'm not kidding. He just calmed. Oh, demeanor just changed. And from that night, every night it was less, I would just keep telling him his story and just kind of saying what happened and letting and processing it with him. And within a week, he never did it again. And that's so amazing. It was Amazing. And oh. I, I tell people that story often, because I think people think, well, they're just babies. He was just four months old. He doesn't know the difference, but that's just not true. And then I have other ones that, you know, from the womb, but that womb time is just as it, valid. It just as. Absolutely. Valid. And so, talking even just that piece of something—you don't even need it another tool for that. That's just you and them, and being able to just talk them through their
0: story and just express what you know about and sharing the love and that they're safe and they're cared for while they process that. Oh my, that's that's very positive. And on
1: the opposite end of that spectrum, our youngest daughter, when she was she was taken um, at at a C section and and didn't return to the mom ever. But the nurse who had her, she had her for the two days in the hospital, was a believer. And so she had her and she had her for the whole two days. And she said, I just prayed over her. And I told her that she was loved, that she was wanted, that she was important, that God had a destiny for her life and the ability to bond the difference between that baby who was spoken life into immediately upon being earthside, I guess, being on the, <laughs> of the womb. And the difference in my other children and what we've had to work through just emotionally for bonding has been so vastly different. And so I'm such a huge um, advocate for just speaking to your kids, even if you don't think they understand. Even if you have a two-year-old, a four-year-old, and you're just like, they can't understand what's happening. It's their spirit man knows what's happening. And it's it's incredible to see the words have light, there's power of life and death in your words, and what the words can Absolutely. do for your children. So, even that's something it's a free tool that you have that you can just speak into your children's Amazing. life and
0: the that it makes. Well, I, I learned a little bit about this when, um, we started helping gosh, about seven years ago, um, orphans uh, from Ukraine yes. and helping people get them, you know, adopted. And so many had trauma, and you know, there's so much going on the language barrier, there's so much, um. But one of my friends who had, who had adopted three girls, uh, one of them was really challenging and she didn't know a lot about her story, but she knew that she'd been abused um, before she ended up in the in the orphanage and before they adopted her. Um, and she's a psychologist, so she's like really working, 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 but it wasn't helping. And so it wasn't helping enough. And then, so we started looking, okay, let's look at our nutrition. Let's like really build it up. And even though things got better, it still didn't, it wasn't quite there until we um, met with someone who does body work and helps the autonomic nervous system release the memory. So this little child was abused pre-verbal. So she couldn't even tell, she didn't understand, let alone not like, right. The, like as a baby, they couldn't say it. They don't know what it is, but the body remembered it held that memory and it was causing her, you know, health issues. So, and mental issues. And it wasn't until this just brilliant Christian body work, um, gentleman who just, he was amazing, um, helped release that pressure and those memories in her autonomic nervous system so she could handle it. And she was crying during some of the sessions, but, but but laughing the next day so and that yes. totally made a difference and of course constant prayer this is a christian family and they yes. prayed for them constantly as well and and they're all doing great today so just thought yeah. i
1: was yes yeah. so, yeah. it's amazing it's amazing i i i think one of the other misnomers is that well as soon as you you know you have the children in your care uh, you know, as a believer, as a Christian, you have a spiritual authority, right? And so you think, well, as soon as I have them in my care, then I have the spiritual authority over them. And so you pray which you should do, and then you don't see any difference. And you think, well, what's going on? And you think, oh, well, when I adopt them, then then I'll have spiritual authority over them. And then you adopt them, and then you're still in the same boat. And I think it's, we, we try to like categorize this as it's just a spiritual thing versus like what you're saying, like the body literally keeps score. That's a book. That's amazing. Yeah, that's, that's really right. helpful for me. Like you have, you have all these dynamics happening at the same time. You have the spiritual yes, a hundred percent, even like generational things like watching bio parents and what they're you know struggles are, and then watching them come through the kids, it's like they've never even seen them before. How how is this happening? But there's that whole spiritual physiological dynamic, and then you have the physical side of like what was happened. What what is the trauma responding in the body too? Right. Why even
0: react? even like, in utero, even in the womb? Even,
1: oh yeah. yeah, especially yeah for sure. So it's. I think that's one of the things I've learned the most is like to just not get on a bandwagon of like, oh, well, this is, this is all spiritual or this is all physical. I'm like, it's all together. It's all (laughs)
0: important. It's all working together. Don't miss a thing.
1: (laughs) It's like, you can't just aim at this one target and think that you're going to have great success. And if you don't, then you feel like a failure. It's like, there's all of these targets. And I think as a parent in general, you're like the general contractor, right? You're like, all the subs and like, you're trying to make (laughs) sure that everybody's working together. And when you take on a kid with special needs, you're just, you're just adding more subs than
0: contractors extra. Yeah. yeah. Extra things to pull in. And yeah, that's good. That's amazing. Well, um, I think we are going to take our first break. Um, it's going to be short. We'll be back in just a moment. But I, I want to remind everybody just stay with us because the conversation is just getting started and we have some uh, great stories and solutions. And remember, listen to. Um, Looking for Healing Talk Radio, 11 a.m., Monday through Friday. So uh, just a recap, in case you don't know, uh, the other days, Monday is with the amazing Dr. Brian Artis as your host. Tuesday, the lovely Nicola Burnett is your host. Wednesday is the incredible Dr. Henry Ely as your host. Thursday, you've got me, Dr. Jana Schmidt, as your host. And on Friday at 11 a.m., we all come together to discuss current health topics, joke around, be silly. Um, Also on a serious note, we take questions from you and we love your questions. We love your comments. So keep them coming and to submit questions for us to discuss for Friday's show. You can just go to America out loud under shows and you'll see looking for healing. And there you can submit health questions for us to discuss and all of our shows. So all of our shows are live, um, on the radio Well, they go uh, air on the radio on our day, but then they go to podcast typically a day or two after. And you can hear them like, everywhere. Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeart, etc. But so that way, if you miss one, or if you hear one you like, and you want to recommend it, then you can go to those podcasts and listen later. So stick with us. We'll be right back. Cholesterol, blood pressure, blood sugar, inflammation, and weight. These are all real world problems that 87% of Americans
1: are struggling with. Fight back with Heal Right, Healright is a bar you eat, but it's food as medicine that addresses the nutritional root cause of health issues in just 8 weeks. Take action today. Visit healright.com/outloud or americaoutloud.shop and use the code OUTLOUD for 20% off.
0: The Natural Colon Cleanse, it's the ultimate digestive tune-up with oxy powder. It's crafted to alleviate the discomfort of gas, bloating and occasional constipation. There's a reason why Oxy Powder is our number one seller. It worked. Go to AmericaOutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally world-class care from doctors you can trust all from the comfort of your home
1: that is one wellness dr peter mccullough and his team at the wellness company designed the one wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values go to outloudcare.com today and use code outloud for 25 percent off your first month of one wellness
0: Welcome back. This is Dr. Jana Schmidt, your host today on Looking for Healing Talk Radio on America Out Loud. Uh, you can always go check out uh, everything. There's so many different podcasts, so many different uh, shows. You can go to americaoutloud.news. It's a really cool new updated website and you can check out you know, all the shows and all our schedule. So we are having a wonderful discussion with my friend Christy Rainier and we're starting to talk about uh, some of the ups and downs and hurdles and god's blessing helping us through um raising children and in her case raising three of her own and three of four adopted children um four from uh, foster care which is a whole nother a whole nother uh topic and so we're getting into that and i'm very excited to continue that topic i am interested in some of the Specific obstacles. We talked about um, the medical obstacle. That was one that, you know, oh, I don't, I wouldn't normally give these shots. And so now I have to, Uh, what are some of the other obstacles that you all faced in, in the whole process?
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, There was more medical ones um, because I wanted to treat things certain ways Um, I had to work with. I luckily had a great pediatrician, and I highly recommend you have one that is really familiar with working with the foster system. Um, So he allowed us to do some delayed vaccinations on certain kids for certain reasons that we could come up with. uh, different things. Like uh, one of my daughters, um, she kept getting chronic ear infections. And so we were able to delay some vaccinations um, because of that. So she could have some time to heal and different things. So he worked with us and I mean, he was very much pro vaccination, but he um, he understood the system and understood how it worked and how he we could kind of work with the system a little bit. So that was really helpful. Um, as far as um, other health challenges, I feel like uh, a big one was one of our sons had, a, was exposed to a lot of drugs in utero. And so one of the things that we've had to deal with is all of the behavioral issues. And this is like a soapbox that I have um, with children who are born um, addicted to drugs. There are, are really no consequences to the parents. And these are things that these kids have to live with the rest of their life. And it's something like, you know, if you have a child and they're beaten and you're, you know, it's horrible. Yes, there should be consequences, all these things, but everybody wants to rush and, you know, bring prosecution. There should be all these things, but their bruises are going to heal and they're going to get help and they're going to get through their trauma. But things that are done when a child is in utero that are done with drugs and different, um, different alcohols and different things like that, it's something that genetically changes them. And so it's something that is now going to be for the rest of their life. So for that child, we have spent thousands and thousands of dollars, um, to get genetic testing done, which is worth it. If you have a child that has been exposed to drug or has alcohol abuse or some kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh,
0: chemical substance substance abuse, abuse. yeah, Yeah,
1: substance abuse issues. Um, genetic testing is extremely helpful. Um, the one that we used was, it's called Intel XX DNA and we got a whole binder full of information on it. And what that did for us is it took a lot of the, we work with a naturopath. She's actually a, um, a doctor of osteopathy. And so she is able to give prescription medication and she gives us the herbal path, you know, herbal remedies and therapies and all the different things. And that I believe, honestly, that that's part of the reason God moved us to Northwest Arkansas is because this doctor, when we went in to meet her, I ended up getting very, very sick from a mold exposure. And so I went to her for that. And even that, I believe God used to help our son because I when I get went to her, she was helping me. And I said, hey, I have this son. And he had all of these, I mean, all kinds of drugs, all of them that you can think of in utero. And I know because the mom told me. Okay. <laughs> We have a good relationship with the mom, um, and and the grandma, and all the different things. And so he's had all these exposure. These are his behaviors. He has zero impulse control. He has no sympathy. He has um, no ability to regulate transition. He has zero ability to really regulate emotion in general. He is was kicked out of. A public school. When he was three years old, he was kicked out of multiple daycares. He had kicked out even with an IEP. Like he just was uncontrollable, and and I said nobody has ever given me hope ever. I've talked to multiple people who have had children in this stage, and they say they just all end up in juvie. They all end up in these places, and um, different physicians, different um, counselors, therapists, um, and they're all like, there's you're just managing him at this point and trying to get him to adulthood so that you don't have to manage him anymore. And
0: I just that's did a not, terrible answer. What a horrible. It is. And I, I mean, got it. If they don't so have the easy. answer, that's one thing, but whoa, I mean, right. that's a horrible answer for right. a parent. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, it's super challenging. And, uh, and then you get to a place where you like you stand on faith, right? And you're like, no, but God, but God, but God, but God. But when you hear it so many times, and you are so exasperated by the management, it gets to a place where it's like, is there any hope in this? Like, God, I, I, I literally have nothing left. I have nothing to offer. And so, us moving to Arkansas is a whole crazy God story on its own. But again, I believe part of it was because of her. So I I mentioned this to her. I said I have this, this, and this, and he has this. She goes, "Oh yeah," she says. Actually, I've dealt with this before. And she started listing off her credentials, like she was one of one of the nine doctors on one of the on a board that discovered this certain spectrum of autism and it had to do with drug exposure. Like wow. it was just all these crazy what? coincidences. And so she was the one like, we have to do this genetic testing because we don't know. And even if you, um even if you were a parent who did drugs and you got your life together and you still had your child or, or even if your ch- you weren't sure if your child was adopted, I mean, your adopted child was exposed to any kind of right. substance. It's you. you are never going to know how that drug is going to change their DNA. And so even if you're like, OK, well, they had meth. And so meth always presents this way. That's not always the case because how your body responds to that is going to be different. And so the genetic testing tells you all this gamut of things of how it actually affected them. And so for him, for instance, he does not have the ability to regulate serotonin or dopamine. And so, which makes a lot of sense. So when you think about his outward behavior, it's like, okay, now that makes a lot of sense. And so uh, she was able to say, oh, this whole spectrum of drugs, you know, for like uh, behavioral drugs, that's going to set him off. None of that is going to help him. And so we're going to go onto this drug. And we literally only changed his prescription one time. And that was really a dosing prescription. And I, you know me, I have never been like, hey, let's drug a kid, okay? I am not, I have no interest in, in using a pharmaceutical for nonsense, I really don't. But for him, it's like a diabetic needing insulin. He doesn't have the ability to make it. And so to withhold that, because I have a, I don't like prescriptions is really unfair to him. And so she worked with us at that. And then he's also, I heard on your other podcast, I was listening to it and you're talking about ADHD and ADD yes, and, yes. and a lot of the same things are a lot of what she told us to do for him. Um, but was one and he's on that he's on, um, he's also doesn't, so this was crazy. So when he went in, which It's just, again, a miracle by God's grace. When he went in, they did a whole panel of, you know, blood work on him and things. And they came back and they said, he has ICU level pneumonia. What? He had zero symptoms, zero symptoms. Whoa. And I was like, how? He doesn't have a cough. He doesn't have a fever. He's not laying down. He does nothing, not a single symptom. And so she put him on such a high antibiotic. She's like, he- she, he, she's like, I almost want to send him to the hospital, but what? she's like, let's send him, I'm going to put him on this really high antibiotic. So much so that when I went to the pharmacy, they wouldn't fill it for me without verifying twice that the doctor wanted it. Whoa. And that week, his behavior shifted so much that it was incredible. I had never seen anything like it. And so Basically, what she's saying, because of the way it genetically changed his body, he doesn't his body does not respond to uh viruses and things the way it should. And so it's just making him sick with no symptoms. And so he is actually, again, I'm like not I'm not a medicine person, you know, I don't like it, but he is on antiviral and antibiotic. He's been on through the whole flu season because there's no way to know
0: so, if <clears throat> Just a side note, and this is, yep. this is, you know, good discussion. There are so many natural antibiotics. Yeah,
1: yes. So he's on Humavir for like, have, are you familiar with that? It's like an herbal antiviral. And so it's all a lot
0: that's of. great. Um, yeah. 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 There, there are so many natural ones out there, like even yeah. just colloidal copper, colloidal silver, oil of oregano, garlic. There's so many natural ones that we don't that's always, great. we don't have to go that route that's, you know, to protect our bodies, you know, from. Right potential colds. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. You have to always be on it for him.
1: Right. So, which was just amazing to understand. He also, um, came back with neurological celiacs, which I did not know existed. Um, so he, again, he did two different tests to confirm, um, that he was, had celiacs for wheat and gluten, I mean, and, uh, Again, no symptoms, no GI issues, nothing, not a symptom. But essentially she said what he has is a neurological firm. And so it just brings all the inflammation to his brain. And so, and he kept saying all the time, My brain's on fire. My brain's on fire. No, really. And so we're like, I'm like, Do you mean a headache? Like, I'm just trying to figure out like what's going on. Do you mean a headache? And so when she started like going through this genetic testing and like labeling all the things, I was like, my eyes were just popping open like. I could not believe how accurate it was to his presentation and how these things that I would have never known. Like if I had not gone to her, I wasn't going to take him to the normal doctor because he didn't have any symptoms of anything right, and right. just put him on like Adderall or something. So I was like, I would have never known. And he literally could have died and I would have... N- had zero symptoms as to why he was sick and why he had died. So it, it's been a fascinating journey of, wow. wow, this is a lot. And it's been a, quite the undertaking. And
0: anyway, so I have two two follow up questions yeah. with that amazing story. Um, one is, do you feel that as he grows, his body will have the ability to, produce and promote and regulate these serotonin and dopamine. I mean, the body's is young and is, you right. know, constantly new cells being generated and things can form and heal like, like, uh, you know, unbelievable, especially with proper detox. So is there, is there hope for that?
1: Um, I don't know. I, I have hope for that. She hasn't really mentioned that, but I think that her goal, her, what she said right now is like, he's, his body's in crisis, right? It's been in crisis for seven years, eight years. I mean, he started this about six months ago. So essentially seven years. And so it's like, we want to manage these symptoms and then, and then we're going to do like a heavy metal detox because even but right very now, important. Yes, we couldn't do it. Like he couldn't handle a heavy metal detox. So it's like, we're trying to get to this manageable stage and then um, start dealing with some more, more of the underlying stuff. Like we do deal with the underlying, but it's just like, we have to you know, take him out of crisis uh, to get him in there. So I think, I I believe so. Um,
0: She hasn't really mentioned that, but. I'd ask. I think that's something. It's good to have hope that. Yeah. Body's going to do the right thing. And I think um, too, like he to be
1: on it. Right. If he has to, he has to, but he's at least like he's, we're past December and he has not been kicked out of school. Yes, so good. <laughs> that's massive, for us, it's like a massive jump forward. And so we're just, we're really grateful at this point.
0: And as I'm sure she has um some favorites, heavy metal detox and things like that. But um I will personally just recommend look into global healing because global healing has I mean, the way they make their medicine is incredible and it's in liquid form. So you can put it in drinks and it's they they're very, very effective. Um so I would I would suggest yeah. that for sure. And what was the other question? Oh, um I'm curious to know how this affected your other children. Yes. Like this whole journey. Yeah. In fact, he's clearly, you know, if he didn't have impulse control and they're taught, they have to have impulse control, but you have to treat him differently. I mean, I'm just curious, obviously the older ones could um, navigate it a little better and understand a little better. But the younger ones who are his age, like how, how are younger? How
1: is, it- that has been a huge challenge. So, just for reference, like three of them are all eight.
0: Yeah. So it's, know, it's like <laughs> having triplets.
1: <laughs> yeah. So it's been like having triplets this whole time. And then, you know, the five year old. The older children, like you said, we've actually sat down and explained like what he has going on. And we've he even asked, like, why do I have to take so much medicine? You know, like he calls it all medicine. It's almost supplements. But why do I have to take this? You know, why do I have to do this? And we said, well, your body was injured and now it's healing and this is helping it heal. And he can tell the difference, too, which is really incredible. And even the other kids, they can see like, oh, don't give. and he actually, so he's <laughs> zero sugar. He has no sugar whatsoever. Um, that was a massive help as well. So we took out the wheat and we took out the sugar and then we added in these supplements and those were the kind of the Is big that
0: just for him or is that for everyone for in the I mean, family?
1: No, nobody in my family, I mean, okay. My older teens eat whatever they want, um, but we don't have sugar like in the house, Um very, very rarely with Dewey. So it's not like it's not a like, huge leap, right? It's not a huge leap. But for him, even just a little bit makes a massive difference. Um, and so even like at school, you know, because they're at the Christian school down at our church, you know, there's a birthday every week. And so I've bought him like a bunch of Lily's chocolates and things that right. are that have stevia in them and different things so that he can he can have them and they all enjoy like the treats that I make them. And so praise the Lord, they're all good eaters. And that started off really young. Um, I mean, give your kids celery to chew on and give them green juice when they're babies, because it just really helps their palate appreciate that more. And um, agreed.
0: If you go straight to the sweet things, it's going to be harder for them to adjust to the more bitter. I agree
1: on that 100%. <laughs> People would laugh at me because we'd be at the beach and my kids would be like chewing on celery and lettuce leaves. (laughs) Like, kids are so weird. I'm like, that's what they want. That's what I mean, they because they did, because that's all I I mean, that's how they started. They at that point, they're like two and three, they've had other food. But because they started off with that palate, it helped, which I also think helped too. I think back like sometimes I really as a mom, I just beat myself up for different things. You know, we do we all do that. We all do it. And so for my the one son uh specifically when we got him at six months old till he was a year old, he did nothing. Like I thought, well, this is the best seat. Cause I had several other foster babies at the time that this baby just eats and sleeps. He does nothing, but really in hindsight, he was detached. And so when he got his MMR vaccine at one is when it completely hit the roof for him. He started banging his head on the floor uh-huh. so that we had to get him like a sweatband because he was like bruising his forehead and he just would start screaming incessantly. And for me, I just know it was a switch for him that all those things that he had been having in his body. Now this just like turned it all on. And so um going back, you're like, Oh, if I had held him more, or if I had, you know, done this or that. And, but at the same time, you do the best you can in the season that you're in. And so if it's if it's something you can control, like, hey, instead of letting him, you know, have this applesauce, even like we're going to have him chew on the celery stick. You know, in the big celery is a really great one, because especially when they don't have any teeth, they can't bite it. <laughs> yeah. um, it gives that bitter, salty, you know, flavor. So anyway, I just think sometimes moms need to hear like you can't go back. And fix where it was. You did the best. I really believe that, that you did the best that you could at the season you were in. And so you just changed going forward. What can I add now? And I, all the time, moms ask me about the smoothie thing because my kids drink smoothies all the time. They drink Kiefer smoothies. And I said, you find that the tricks, like my kids, I always just put beetroot powder in it because it turns everything pink and you can put as many greens as you want in there and they have no idea and it's pink yes. and they love
0: it. So yeah, there's or, some- Yeah. There's there's some little tricks. Yeah. That also helps. the purple, the pea flower.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Make
0: you it do- purple. It's like, well, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think my spirulina kids- makes it blue. That's right. Blue spirulina will make it blue. Yeah. I think my kids yeah. though. Because they started like that, oh and and because, you know, they're boys, and they're funny, they liked grossing people out. They're like, eating seaweed, yes. going, oh I'm eating seaweed., yeah, they loved it. Then they're like bright green smoothies. They thought it was great. yeah, yes. so you know, yeah we're I drinking guess. swamp juice. yay, and they yeah, yeah yeah, 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 so yeah it's just I a boy it's a boy thing. I guess it is a boy thing.
1: They do like that. It's fun.
0: Yes. Well, we're going to take our last break, one more quick break, and come back and talk about more solutions and more awesome stories. Um, I do want to thank one of our sponsors. And I just mentioned them. This is Global Healing. They are amazing. And the one actually I mentioned, I'm just going to talk about it because I, I love it. We use it in our family, the heavy metal um, and chemical binder. And this is, um, you know, it's a threat in our life for everybody. There's heavy metals, places we don't see in the air and the water and food and um. There's a lot of benefits to detoxing heavy metals from the body. And this is a really potent blend that he has nine detoxifying ingredients. They're gentle, but they're really, really um, effective. And they help rejuvenate your body, energy levels, mental clarity, boosting overall well-being. It's pretty awesome. All herbs, by the way, um, no chemicals. Um, not It's not made with heat or alcohol. Um, so you can look into it. Um, actually, on our website, um, americaoutloud.news, or you can go to americaoutloud.shop, and you can find it there, and you can use the code OUTLOUD and get 15% off of anything that we have from our awesome, awesome sponsors. We'll be right back.
1: When God, through His grace and mercy, gave us free will, the will of the people was to live freely. To
0: that end, we fight for the liberty of all at a time when global tyranny threatens us as never before in mankind's history. This vision is manifest at americaoutloud.news, a site
1: for all who cherish free will and freedom. Now is our time, my fellow Americans, America Out Loud talk radio, liberty and justice for all.
0: So stop being a patient and start being a student at EnergeticHealthInstitute.org. out loud. Welcome back. Looking for Healing Talk Radio? we are having a great conversation with my friend Christy Rainier about some of the challenges and ups and downs and successes she's had uh with her adopted children uh, and our and our biological children too right there's there's always those ups and downs and successes um, but you have a unique story and i really really appreciate the you taking time to share it with us i i am still interested in the dynamic we were talking about how the other children interacted and and understood and i i love how you know how you gave them all salary to chew on because it's good for all of them. And, um, but there, I'm sure that there were some cases where you may have to treat one of them differently because of their unique situation. And I love how older children can often play that mediating role and your, your boys are so, um, They're so bright and intuitive. And I think they're really connected to you as well as, you know, them. So I'm curious to know if you have some insight on that or how you facilitated or encouraged that kind of behavior with your, with your kids.
1: Yeah, that's definitely been one of the biggest challenges in just knowing how to navigate that because, um, so we actually went and Jimmy and I, uh, got a counselor for us, uh, and, him and his wife. He is a professional therapist who works with children in in homes who are you know. Sometimes you have children who are gone into foster care into individual family homes, and then you have some children who go into group homes. And he is a professional counselor that works with children that are in group homes. Amazing. And he, yeah, he is amazing. He's a strong believer. He has a a hope filled, Jesus filled vision for it with a a good dose of uh, science and reality in it, and so which is a really nice blend. Um, and so we decided that we had we had gotten counseling for our children in different stages. Um, and it was good, but it was all like a uh, state done, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it was we never felt like it was unto anything. And so when we were going around again and we were having this exact problem, like how do we how do we treat all of the children? the best way that we can treat them. Um, and so we went and got counseling with him and we meet, we meet up with them every couple of months and just kind of check in and kind of give updates of what things are. And he advised us to treat them all the same as best we could. And, and which makes it challenging because mm. uh, the one that has the issues is, was, like I said, this we, we're in a new season right now. I love Chandler. how, yeah, yeah, was, <laughs> I love this. yeah. yeah. <laughs> was that it was um, from morning till night, correction, Mm -hmm. correction, 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 correction. And so it felt like this constant thing of they needing attention, which they did in all honesty. There wasn't a thing that we could be like, we can just let that go. You know, we can't, we can't just... Go, We can't just let that go. And so for me, and that's part of the reason that um, my husband and I, and really this was the leading of my husband, which um, I've been so incredibly grateful for. I'm a big supporter of uh, of being, having my husband lead. I love it. I think it's an incredible blessing. Um, and he said this because it's taking so much constant care we need to rem- remove the homeschool element from it. And which was devastating to me at first because it was my vision and my dream to have this, but it was costing way too much. Mm-hmm. Not, not monetarily. No, I get it. Relationship, relationally, it was costing too much. And so making that decision to pull them and we, and we, because they are almost a unit because they are their complete individual people, but they like being a unit. They um, do. To send one to our church's school, which they love being at church and they love going to class. So to them, it's kind of the same because they're going to the (laughs) same buildings and all the same things would feel like a treat for him and a consequence that they don't get to go. And so we had to navigate that and went back and forth and just prayed about it and just really felt like if they want to go, we want to let them do that, even though, again, I had to let my pride and my vision die. But as a mom, isn't that how it works?
0: <laughs> we are just want what's best for them. And if it's we not what we had originally it. thought, then it doesn't really matter. We just do it. We do exactly. what's best for them. Exactly. And, and we learn things along the way too. And yeah. don't we all need something different at different times in our lives?
1: We do. We and we do. have to
0: adjust and realize that and, and go no. forward and do the best we can. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Letting go of the vision of what I thought was going to be the best ended up being such an incredible blessing because not only did it give some distance for when I am with him to be more connected, it also brought another team person for us. Like the teacher that they have is was God because She's a new teacher, and so, and she is passionate about getting helping them at the best way that they can be helped. And so it was like not that we were losing something, that actually felt like we were gaining something. And so, um, so let me ask baby.
0: you: Are they in the same classroom?
1: They are not. So the two not. boys are, um, which are they're a little bit closer in age, and then our daughter is in the grade above, which really worked out because, again, when he w- when they were all home, because he needed constant from morning till night interaction and management, they were lacking in their school, which also sure. wasn't fair to them. Right. And so I've watched them, and especially her, just bloom like just incredibly and not feeling like she has to manage you know the boys and she being in her own class but then the boys still have their camaraderie so it just I really I like that
0: and it might probably helps um too for the boys to be together um yes. just because they know each other so well if something happens they can sort of help to balance it. So oh, I and love they, that for her. I love that she's in her own class.
1: <laughs> so Yes, cute. I know. It's see. And you know it brings accountability, which is really important uh for both of them. And what's interesting is, and this is how it goes, is that you know, our one son that was having a lot of issues, which he still has issues, but we've gotten under more of a manageable, like I said, he's being successful, getting good grades at school, staying in school, love it, love it. Love it. Other son now has presented with all of his traumas and issues, which feels appropriate. Like, it's like, okay, well, now that he's in, it's my turn to get my, mm-hmm. like, my things done. It was at first a little overwhelming like wait wait <laughs> we're just manageable and now but you're presenting in um but i felt like the skills that we learned with the other one we were able to quickly deal with the trauma and things it was a lot of um anyway it's again one of those things that you ever you know you ever heard like when somebody loses somebody you have a grief and you have the different stages of grief yes. And then you have, you could be like, I have several close family members that have passed away, especially like my brother. I'll yeah. be fine. And then two years down the road, somebody will say something and it's like all these emotions come back, right? I feel like it's the same way with trauma with kids. Like they're fine, fine, fine. And then all of a sudden, you're like, wow, they just lost their minds. Like, what <laughs> is happening? <laughs> like, how is this? Like, I mean, he, this, this son is lovable, cuddly, smiley, happy, Absolutely. Will preach the gospel to you. Well, like he just knows, I think all of a sudden he's ripping up papers in school, telling the teacher, no storming out of classrooms, things that are just completely contrary to his nature. Yeah. So that for me, like re- looking back, it's like, okay here's your sign, here's your sign, here's your sign. He's bubbling over and now it needs to be dealt with. And I think it's God's grace that you know they weren't at the same time. And you know, <laughs> right. we can pull back pieces. And um, but it's but again, we went to our counselors. I think having somebody who really understands what's going on with your kids is vital for your support because we have a lot of family and we have a lot of friends, but um, having somebody, having this particular counselor. Uh, who knows the ins and outs of what's happening? Having our physician who knows the ins and outs of what's happening is so vital to your sustainability. Because otherwise, like I said, you could get all you know negative comments. I mean, I've had all of them. You know, you then you're like, they are they questioning my parenting? Are they questioning my skills? Are they questioning all this? I mean, which happens, I think, in general parenting. But when you have extreme behaviors or extreme needs, it's like. And they don't look like they have special needs. You know right, what I mean? Like right. You look at them and think, oh, clearly they, you know, they have a special needs. No, you don't. So it's it's uh having somebody who's your support that fully understands has been that's good. vital. vital.
0: That, yeah, that's amazing. I, I love that so much. Well, I would definitely um I love that the finding the root cause too. I'd love to touch on that um yeah briefly um because um Not just masking a symptom and finding the root causes is what we do, and so I love that you have somebody that can help you do that there. But you also have a lot of knowledge yourself, and I think moms sometimes we underestimate our our ability to um, to do that to find the root cause, right? Um, You have a lot of knowledge, and who knows your kids better, right? You, you, and God, right? You, you, and your husband, and God. Um, yeah. and then probably followed by their siblings so right. you have um, <laughs> a lot of good resources with the, with the kids yeah. and i i did i used my 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 children like interactions and um and they all have different constitutions so it may present differently but right. um i loved how they watched out for each other and they knew some things or, or some signs like my my kid my oldest son who was a wise old soul from day one would tell me <laughs> oh i think you know the, one of his younger brothers, I think he needs a nap. <laughs> He's starting to, <laughs> yeah. starting to get a little cranky or yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. So I love that. Um, and then it can go even deeper than that, you know, like systemic colds or, or, you know, injuries or anything like that. So I love that um, root cause is definitely all about a naturopath's um, yeah. uh, way, way of, of thinking. So I love that you've done that for yourself, for your family, and then they're going to go on to do and teach those to their kids, right. And their friends, it's, it's pretty, yeah. it's pretty amazing to see. So now yeah. your oldest is out of high school. Yep. And starting classes. I mean, this is amazing what he's doing. Um, yeah. And to see, to see fruition of, of the accumulation of learning and growing and them to become a oh, person yes. and then take what you've look, taught them and um, continue to teach. So I, I can, I see at home. Yes. He is okay. That's great. So he's still interacting with everybody and teaching them the new things he's learning. So oh, it's such a yeah. time for you guys. I love
1: you it. Know, it's exciting. It's uh, he's a he's just a go getter. He's an old soul as well, yeah, for sure. He is. Uh, he is. Uh, so he he did dual. I mean, it's just God again. Like put something in his heart when he was nine that he wanted to be an attorney and that he really wants to be in politics. And so. He when he was in 10th grade the summer after, he's just not stopped doing school. And so he'll be 19 in May and graduating with his bachelor's. And he'll start at U of A law school in August as a 19 year old, which is incredible and by God's grace. And he just took his LSAT and he got a good score. So it's just uh, God's grace. And I think he inspires me so much. He's got such a learning spirit. And I think like when you're talking about root causes, like my number one thing when I think about root causes is you have to be a person who's not willing to take the generic answer. And yes. then you have to be a learner. You just have to, like, I just, I want my kids to have a learning spirit because I want to have a learning spirit. I want to be able to like research. And, you know, we played the married, we went to a Valentine's day thing the other day. And it was like, you know, answer each other's questions from back to back, you know, like what would they say, what they say. And it's like, what would your husband, what would your spouse be? <laughs> and my husband was like something about hormones, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so it's just, you had to have that learning spirit and not like, you know, I've went to countless doctors when I was really sick with mold and not countless doctors. I went to my main doctor and then a few other people that I questioned and they're like, oh, well, you just have anxiety. Like you just, you're just anxious. And you know, by the Holy Spirit, by the, not the it, right. Like, no, that's, that's not it. And it ended up being that I had like super high levels of black mold in my blood and like, I was really sick from it. And if I had just stopped there, like, and said like, well, okay, whatever, you're the doctor. You just and
0: lived with it.
1: And lived with it, yeah, or not lived. Like, you know, like, I don't know what would have happened because of my body. Like, and that now, I mean, over the years, I've had so many health crises, and I've gone to the hospital, like, serious emergencies. And they're like, oh, we have no idea. What's wrong with you? And I can now trace every single one of them back to a mold situation that Amazing. I was in. Um Amazing. Amazing. What an incredible tool to now know that I that I have this response and how to deal with it versus living in fear all the time of like when's going to be this next health crisis that has no yeah yeah whatever has no cause, which obviously it has a cause. And I'm actually
0: glad you brought up what it was because it's a growing issue, literally, (laughs) literally growing, literally. literally, Um, And the reason I say that is um, with increased Wi-Fi radiation all over we're like literally blanketed um you know the smart appliances everything it it, increased wi-fi radiation grows mold in your house your body and so this is this is coming up more and more um and time time yeah and And just
1: what we're making our houses out of like uh and how we're building them and all the all the elements that come into play in that and Um, now I've been like jokingly called like the mold inspector here because (laughs) everybody's like, well, I'm having the symptom. Is that mold? I was like, well, it could be, I don't know. You (laughs) But like our church, our pastor has leukemia and I kept going into the church and I had like severe, kept having reactions. And then in another family, their son has some health issues and he kept having reactions. They ended up spending $40,000 to renovate the church of the mold. I I I never felt so cared for by a church. Like it was incredible for them to not only take it seriously, but to actually invest money and into something about it. it. Because people just think mold is this like invisible evil that you know you're just sensitive to. Like first, right. like oh no, actually everybody is you know going to have a reaction eventually. I'm just like you know what they call the canary in the coal mine. Like right just had it built up. And what ended up being for me is I don't make glutathione. So I have to take it so that I can detox it out. But I would have never known that. Like I would have never known that. So you just can't, you just can't take no for an answer. And you have to be willing to push through the awkward and push through the like, now some physicians like, that they that's just not their expertise there's nothing wrong with them they, it's just not their they can't be an expert in everything and so that's why I feel like the general contractor for my kids but also for my own house. Like, what do I need for this. what do I need for this what do I need for this and then you have to be the one who's willing to to read the books and listen to the podcast and study all these things to just be your own advocate because absolutely otherwise it won't work out
0: yeah so true <laughs> so true oh my goodness well um i feel like we should have a whole nother um talk whole nother show on mold on mold yeah. alone and, yeah, and can... solutions because i i've i've worked with many people that have mold mold in their home mold in, mold in their body and um yeah. and it, yeah it, it really does take a toll on someone's health and it yeah. doesn't it doesn't always present like you would i know was just saying was. the same
1: thing like it
0: the symptoms like it's not why why is this happening to me? And and yes. unless you know to look for mold, and it's not so anyway. Maybe maybe let's let's maybe plan that. <laughs> we have another
1: yeah, show. That'd be a good um, one. That would take a whole one for
0: sure. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. So um, but it's actually time for us to wrap up. Do you have some re any other resources you'd like to share? Yeah,
1: I, I do. I have um there's a book, um uh guide to child health guide. This was one that was really, really, really helpful for me, um, by Randall stetter I'm going to say that wrong.
0: Okay. Holistic pediatric for parents. Great. Child health yeah. God, Cool.
1: Yes. So this bill has been, I've had this for many, many years, and I've just referenced it back um, a lot to different situations and hearing things. And then again, that genetic testing is the Intel Intel XX DNA Um, It just there's other ones out there, but this felt like super comprehensive. And so if you're going to spend the money because it's a couple thousand dollars, you might as well get all the information that you can get out of it. Um, And then another one as far as just like um, general detox, uh, Shauna Holman has a book called um, A Healthier Home, and she is in the thing I love about her Healthier Home book is that it's super realistically achievable. It's not, you know go buy this $5,000 equipment or go, you know, get this, you know, crazy water purifier, or, I mean, right. I I can get clean water and it's worth an investment, but you know, there's, there's different things you can do in different seasons. And her book just kind of lays out like front door to back door, each room ways that you can make it a little less toxic. And her Instagram handle is a little less toxic. Oh, that's and, good. That's perfect. It, yeah. It's just sweet because it's, it's, um, it's doable. It's doable things that you can do. from everything. <laughs>
0: yeah
1: opening your windows for 15 minutes every day and what that does for your air quality in your home, things like that, where it's just like things that are going to help you every day, but it's not this monumental under-task t- undertaking that
0: you can't accomplish. So I really like her book. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you so much. Sincere thank you for joining me today and sharing your heart, sharing your experiences and your stories that are going to encourage, encourage me and will encourage others as well. i to be here. Thank it's you hard. so much. Yeah. So this is uh, Dr. Jana Schmidt wishing you God's blessings in knowledge, wisdom, and abundant health. I look forward to learning more and growing with you in the whole realm of natural health and healing. Bless you. See you next time.